Hello, lovely ladies. Welcome to the Lessons I Learned podcast, where I share what I've learned and am still learning about marriage, mothering, friendship, health and wellness, spiritual growth, and everything in between. I'll be learning right along with you, as many of my guests have such great things to say. So get ready to listen, grow, be open and teachable, and get ready to learn and have fun doing it. Well, I've got a fun one for you today. I have my best friend joining me in conversation today. Somehow, I managed to convince Dan McCauley to join me on my podcast, and so pigs have officially flown. And surprise, surprise, we are talking about marriage. And specifically, I am asking him a question, and ultimately, I guess I'm asking it on behalf of all of you. I'm asking, how can women inspire their men to be all in in their relationships? And I think his answer may surprise you. All right, here we go. Okay, this is real now. Are you ready? (laughs) Oh my goodness, we're going to have so many bloopers on this thing. Okay, here I am, uh, Danielle, and I've got my husband, Dan, today. Hello. (laughs) I'm a little bit nervous, honey, because... Why? Why? No, don't be. Because, I don't know, some of the inappropriate things that were flying around... Well, for example, everybody... We, you would think filming a podcast, you'd be in a studio. Oh no, it is summertime here, and we have two boys, and so we are locked up in our bedroom while they're downstairs mm. with all of this equipment. <laughs> You're right. We, we're filming a pod, or we're recording a podcast, but we should be doing other things, taking this time uh, while they're downstairs playing Minecraft. And- After these messages, we'll be right <laughs> okay. back. All right. We've got to be. Let's <laughs> pause. All right. Well, everyone, we're and gonna, we're back. We're gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna try to be civilized. Are you? Normal. All right. We're gonna try. Listen, we got to get serious at some point okay. here. Let me just tell you, um, all the ladies and maybe gentlemen who are out there watching. No, not watching. Listening. Mm-hmm. Listening. This is normally we're on air together. The only time we really actually do stuff together like this, we're on air. So I should let everybody know we are better us. We are a part of a a marriage television show Mm -hmm. called A Better Us. It is seen on Yes TV in Canada, um, but it is also seen on anyone's laptop or mobile device at A Better. Why don't you tell everybody? Where can people see? A Better Us.tv. That's right. You can go there. And it's on YouTube now. Oh, yeah. And they can stream it on Castle yes. in Canada. Well, anywhere. Wow. It's a Canadian streaming service. And uh, on the Miracle Channel. So there's no excuse why you shouldn't be able to watch this show. No. And it's a marriage enrichment show, and somehow we got roped into doing this. I think because we need our marriage enriched. You know what? That has probably been the best part of it is we're actually learning ourselves. We are, you know, there's a lot more smart, intelligent, 
um, mature <laughs> couples that, <laughs> on the show than we no. are, as you can see um, or hear. And um, I think that's been a cool part is that we've just been able to glean things about our marriage. And now we um, are able to share the things that we've learned. Yeah, I would say like when we, when Ron and Ann first asked us to be on it, we were like, are you sure you <laughs> want us? You want us? We, we feel pretty normal and yeah. not... Not that like special. Uh, I feel like we're stumbling through this yeah. marriage thing, same as anyone else does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but we're not expected to be the experts on the show. We're just no, telling it like it is. Point. We're sharing. We're thankfully learning to be real about our marriage, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, the listeners out there will be able to um, learn something. So the whole um, theme of my podcast, just like my blog, is lessons I learned. It's just learning to be teachable from other people. Right. And today, so me, you're, today you're going to be teachable learn- from me. Yeah, normally I want to teach you a lot of things. Get out of here. (laughs) You are in for a surprise because I don't know that I have anything to teach on. I'm just Listen, I'm giving you the microphone today. Oh, man. But in front of all these people. Today and only today. Okay. So one thing that um, we've both said that we notice about the show and about feedback from the show, um, you would agree, is that most of the viewers of this television show are female. A lot of women out there. Yeah. Um, And so I'm not giving any discredit to the guys, um, but I will say something we've noticed, and I think just generally for women, is that... It's because they're tuning in to see Pinball. (laughs) Pinball Mike Clemens. The guys are. Um, No, I meant the women. Oh, the women. Yeah. Listen, we all are. (laughs) We all are. It's all about pinball. (laughs) So... um, I love Pinball, you, too. You have, I love you have an uncle who didn't know we were on the show, and he was flipping channels. Yes. And he saw Pinball, and he stopped. He's, oh, Pinball. And he's watching, and then we show up on screen, and the, the, the shot changes to us. He's like, he was shocked. Oh, this Danielle, what's yes. going on? And he didn't even know, but he stopped yes, for Pinball. Yes, so people, even my own family, are watching for Pinball. So, um, But he's awesome. Mike is awesome. Um, but where I was going with that, with, um, not with just with the show, but I think just in general, women are more prone, wives are more prone prone to want to better their marriage. The show is called A Better Us. Um, Want to, um, you know, they're more all in, want to invest. Not that men don't care about their marriage. No, yeah, it's not that they're all in. I think it's probably that on this in the spectrum of life women tend to value relationships in general more absolutely the communication having the friendship having relationships it rates a little bit higher yeah, again we, we say a lot of things on the show and we may even today that men this and women that it's not always exactly it's the not, same no because like uh, well diane and, and mike yes. and per, on, uh, for example they them. often yeah. skew the opposite we say this mm-hmm. and then well we're actually the, the opposite and i yes. think it's great that that's the case because sometimes we make a lot of those generalities and mm-hmm. they don't necessarily all hold True. Yeah, absolutely. But I know even for us, you would agree that I'm usually the one that is, you know, when we're kind of a bit off track or when sure. I'm the one that has podcasts through, you know, um, I'm listening to those. I'm doing a lot more reading than you have self-help books. I'm That's common, well, I think, you, with a, a lot. You and other women maybe are more sensitive to that. You, you notice... Uh, 
when something's off, yes. probably faster. I know Bill and Pam have talked about that. There's like an alarm. Mm-hmm. There's like an alarm yeah, system that. that you guys have that that you're kind of the you guys, you, you the women, you women. Yeah, uh, you tend to be the ones that, that to say uh, we need some. We need a night out. We need yeah. daytime. I feel disconnected. We're coasting. We need to, yeah, yeah, we're distracted. We're we're islands. Yeah, I've heard you islands say. In the stream. Um, I've heard you I say about um, when you're preaching just in other things that um, just like marriage isn't static. Like we're, um, you're either going one way or another. So if we're just coasting and we're just not um, putting effort into our marriage, what's the way it's going to go? It's not going to get better. No, you drift drift never works in your, in your favor. Right. When we've talked about that on the show before, when, when you're drifting, when you're not being intentional, even in the littlest ways, drift is usually for the negative. It's usually mm-hmm. in opposite directions. Yeah. And there was a, a whole episode that we, we were on cause we're only on every other show. Right. Yeah. And, and there was, there was a whole episode that we were on though, talking about drift and mm-hmm. about tying our rafts together. Yeah. This, Brilliant Jaws 2 analogy that everyone doubted me from <laughs> at first. No, I never doubted you. Um, but yeah, so, but generally, um, often women um, may seem on the exterior more invested or, you know, honey, we we need to get this right or, you know, we're I'm concerned for this. Maybe it's our, our tendency to worry. I don't know. Um, but so what I want to focus on today is from you. I want to hear from you, and I'm mm. putting myself out there a little bit because who, we have not re- we have not rehearsed those people. We have not. Um, but basically, um, well, first of all, let's start here. The podcast is called Lessons I Learned. I would love to know a few little tidbit things of what you have learned throughout our marriage, about marriage, about yourself. I'm just going to leave it open ended. Um, sorry That's to put dangerous. you on the spot. Yes. But um, yeah, let's start I, there and then we'll go into what I said I, we would discuss. Yeah, I think marriage uh marriage is an ongoing lesson in being less selfish. Mhm. Cuz I think um pre-marriage you can do whatever you want, you can spend your money however you want, you can spend your time however you want. Uh, but then, then someone else is in the mix, and you can't just do whatever you want. And has and, opinions yeah. and has ideas, opinions and, and a few opinions here and there. Lots of opinions, <laughs> <laughs> and and in some cases, totally different priorities. Yeah, uh, it depends on our our frame of reference, the families we grew up in, and everything. Mm-hmm. Which in our case, very different. There's not always a right and a wrong. There's just different sometimes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's important that you learn to, to see it as not always right and wrong. Right. They're right and I'm wrong. Their way is weird. My way is normal. Normal is 100% subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On, on non, I'm going to say non-value issues. I, I, I don't want to, that sounded too wishy-washy to me. So I want to just clarify. There's normal, there's biblical normal mm-hmm. in terms of life and stuff. But we're talking, we're not talking about, I'm not talking about Yeah, right more secondary issues. Yeah. yeah, not moral things. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, I remember um, Ron and Anne, um, who are kind of the, um, the head of, of A Better Us, the show, I remember them talking about when it comes to problems in marriage. Um, one thing that I've really put in the back of my head, and I think about when we're talking about those different things and when we're dealing with issues in our own marriage, um, that you're not the problem. 
um, there is an issue and we need to work together to solve that problem. The problem shouldn't be in between us. We need to come together and put the problem over there and how do we solve it? Yes. Um, and that's been really helpful for me hmm. um, in learning that. Um, yeah, I, we, we just said that the other day. We did? I did. Oh, okay. Apparently you weren't listening. (laughs) (laughs) I probably, I have, yeah, memory. I have mom brain in the summer right now. Um, I know that you've said before too, honey, I'm just going to speak on behalf of you because I know you you have said this before. Tell me my own wisdom. Your own wisdom. You have said that God uses us like sandpaper. Can you explain that to people? Mm. How am I like sandpaper to you? You're rough. (laughs) No, it's um, because we all we all come with rough edges. We're we're broken. We're imperfect, and when we live close proximity to someone else mm-hmm. who has different rough edges than us, we those rough edges we wear we rub off on each other. We wear it wears off on each other, and we uh, we smooth each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's obviously that friction. Mm-hmm. is not fun, but it's God's tool. The other per- their spouse is God's tool that God is using to work in mm-hmm. your life. Uh, some people, I think, go into marriage thinking the purpose of marriage is to make me happy. They're going to make me happy. They're going to make my life yes. better. It's not always the case. I mean, hopefully, ultimately, yes, that's in the mix. That's part of it. But um, we're kind of subjecting ourselves to, by getting married to, God using that other person as a tool in our lives and uh, the shaving off or the subtracting of parts of us that he maybe wants to do uh, is not necessarily happy or fun. Yeah. So, and, and I think that's why commitment is needed in because you have to, there has to be that commitment, those vows that we say that keep you in the mix of that while it's not fun and right. while that friction is there. Right. The friction isn't something to run away from. If we spend our life running away from friction, um, then we're just going to, we're going to stay the same and we're not going to improve. If we yeah. just run away from all our problems, we're just going to bring our yeah. problems everywhere. So not everybody listening um, may know the Bible. Um, or its contents, but biblically speaking, there's another term for that. It's called iron sharpening iron. A lot. Of I was people, going to say that. Um, um, we call it sandpaper, but um, just um, so that's a term you think of is that word. It's, it's the rubbing of those two knives together. Yes. It, we we make each other better. We make each other make better. Make each other sharper. That's right. And um, something that our pastor said several weeks back that stuck with me, um, just that goes right in there with this, is he was talking about love, and right away I think of you know, who I live with and obviously who I love and who I'm married to. So um, he said, it's really important to think about what is it like to be on the other side of me? Um, And that hit me because I was thinking, oh boy. So we live with each other. We are, we, we know every part of everything. We see the good, but the bad, the ugly. And, um, Man, when when we love each other, it's putting each other first. The marriage is so much more about being selfless than we would care to admit. Mm-hmm. And um, we have to put one another first. And part of that I, is staying conscious of what is it like to be Dan right now when, when he's talking to me? 
<laughs> not in this conversation, but well, when I'm nattering on. Good, I can tell you that. Oh, well, you're sweet, honey. But when I'm nattering on at you or when I'm, you know. Yeah, there's some moments, true. <laughs> but I, I was away. I was away that week mm-hmm. when Pastor Pete preached that. And so I still haven't had a chance to listen to that message. It was, it was really good. that one line that you said you told me about was enough to be a, like a gut shot like wow that is such a good question what is it like to be on the other side of me and and rarely or there would be few other circumstances in life where that would show up as strongly and as obviously as in a marriage, marriage. yes what's it like to be married to me what's it like to you know wake up beside a, a grumpy person mm-hmm. or, you know or whatever yeah that, although i think i'm better since i'm off coffee I think you have been better too. So let's yeah. stay decaffeinated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just putting that out there. I just nailed my own coffin by saying that. <laughs> um, so for our listeners, I think that's just one little nugget to take away um, before we... This is all free stuff because we haven't even really dove, dived... Dove? What is I, the right... I don't know. You're the author. I'm. Yeah. And now I'm a podcast... Uh, person and, and I can't can say speak, it however, so. however you want. You know you what I mean. Before we dive into this, that's right. Let's um, tuck that away for all of us is what's it like to be on the other side of me? What is it like to be my spouse right now in, in this situation when I'm um, going at them or when I'm um, just only thinking of myself when I'm making plans for the day or, you know, whatever it is, we just always have to remember we're living with someone who has to live with us. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that alone That's is That's a wrap right there. That's enough. <laughs> no, That's we got more. Big, to, you no, have to stay around. I'm not trying to get out of it. You I'm have just... to stay around. Before we continue, if you're liking what you're hearing and you want more, head over to patreon.com slash Macaulay's to support our ministry and keep us going. Now, let's get back to the conversation. Um, so, okay, honey, I'm throwing myself out here because I'm going to just let you answer. Um, what can I do? Since I said marriage is mo- so much more about being selfless and doing, like if you look at the love chapter in marriage, it's all about action. It's all about, I'm reading a book by Bob Goff. It's a very popular one. It's called Love Does right now. And um, the world, um, the Hallmark Channel, the um, the Bachelor, um, Young and Restless, everything out there, movies, Tom Cruise, whoever it is. Hallmark Channel. Shh, don't tell people my weakness. Anyway. Hallmark. <laughs> anyway, the world... Um, tells us that love is a feeling and that um, if we that we can fall out of love. Um, and often if we do, it's because we're not doing those things. We're not serving that person. And if you unpack the love chapter, all those different things that love is, um, they are all things that take action. Um, so being patient being um, kind, being, you know, all long suffering, all those different things. You wanted to say something. I was going to say, I'm sorry. Is there a question? (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. I'm just setting things up. So the question basically is what can I do for you? And ultimately um, I want the women listeners out there to think of themselves and their men. Um, What can we do to get our men, to get you more invested in our marriage 
and in us and to to want to be in it, to want to continue, um, to want right. to improve. So, so you're saying statistically it's the women that are more engaged, more intentional about their marriage. Right. Because we were saying like you get we, – we hear back things like in the comments from A Better Us, we hear things from men saying, mm-hmm. my wife my – Dragged wife, me into it. <laughs> yeah, my wife makes me listen to it or my wife told me – uh, go to go to the website and listen. Watch this episode <laughs> starting at six minutes and yes. twenty four seconds, and, and look at what Pinball said or yes. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> right it's like passive aggressive stuff. But yeah. wait, or there was another one. She said, "I I play it loud in my house so that my husband has to hear it." <laughs> right. They're, we're forcing. I'm not it mocking upon those you. things. I'm just saying. Well, well, I'm making a little light right. of them, but I'm that but, could be annoying for husbands. I imagine. Sure. So it would shut them down. So you're saying without twisting arms behind backs. Right. How? What can we do just living our lives and serving you? And if we, um, what can we do to make you want to invest in our marriage? And ultimately what it comes down to is us investing in you, starting the ball rolling, being sacrificial, doing. Since you are the one that thinks about right. it more and is more intentional about it. And that's it, what I was talking about all What's that the stuff. better way yeah. to do that right. than being passive aggressive That about wouldn't it. turn you off from Okay, so my, it, first, annoy you. my first thought, I remember a book uh, that you have that you read called The Power of a Praying Wife. Yes. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. That's a good one. There's a power of praying husband too. Did you know that? I did. I have it. <laughs> oh, you do? I read it. I probably bought it for you. You did? <laughs> Speaking of passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was when we were younger. Yes, it was. I just probably put, snuck it on your bedside table. Yeah, I see the books that show up there. Yeah, and collect <laughs> dust. <laughs> um, but that's a good one. And, and, you know, and that's kind of, I think, of the movie War Room in oh, that yeah. one. Oh, so good. So she's, she's praying for her, her husband. So that's one way... Um, to get us is let the Lord get us. Yeah. Um, because sometimes... So nag the, him instead of nag you. Mm, hey. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the more direct approach might could be more of a turnoff. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, and, and I found this to be true, I think we have better luck having a significant conversation surrounding doing something. Okay. Sur- like surrounding like a, like a date night. Okay. So as opposed to... Uh, you don't just want to sit down with the coffee on the couch and have a conversation. Have a deep heart to heart. Deep okay. thoughts deep with thoughts. Danielle. Yeah, no. Um, we've done that. Probably not has, so much. You can do it, but it's it's a little... It doesn't happen as naturally as opposed to, I don't know, having a conversation while we're doing mini golf. Ooh, okay. Or... On a walk, we do that a lot. Yeah, we're yep. going we go on a lot of walks. Yeah, and we probably have some of our best talks and even prayer times on a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know men are doers, not just yes. Okay, yeah, and, and we've learned that just in the show and just in the last few years, Bill and Pam, Farrell, mm-hmm. uh, just lots of lots of things like that. We do we do a little bit better when we when we're doing something. Mm-hmm. And also I remember from Bill and Pam Farrell, and I found this to be true as well, that um, men, um, and, you know, they say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, mm-hmm. that, that we are more responsive and more, we have 
I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the way to say it. Like we have, we're 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 more ready to talk. We're more. Yeah, I remember this. Better there's something emotions, scientific or some, um, yes, like there's something biological that happens yeah. in us after we've had a good meal. Okay. We're more so so. So that saying is ba- true. Yes. So back to the date night thing. Have a have um, a meal. You know, you're eating. We went on a date night recently. We went. You were craving barbecue. We yes. had barbecue. Oh man. And you know, in the middle of you know, you starting to get the warm barbecue feelings. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it's a little easier for the guy to uh, then you know mix in some conversation and the yeah. mix that maybe uh, maybe is a need that the woman has, yeah. or maybe there's some legit things that need to be talked about. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit easier sell than certainly than doing it on an empty stomach, yeah. and you're gonna have a hangry. Mm-hmm. thing that's going to turn into so something ugly something and yeah. hungry. it's funny just this morning we had to have a serious conversation with our son and i actually said let's take him on a walk because i've noticed that um if he's just looking at me you know and i'm trying to have a conversation he's he's just going to shut down more but it's easier it's more comfort comfortable for him if we're kind of doing something. I remember Anne Maines talking about her son. Playing um, video games with Eric. Yeah, would never, home, he'd never talk, but then, play, yeah. Sit down and play Nintendo with him, and all of a sudden all these things would roll out of his mouth about the day and how it went, which otherwise would be like pulling teeth. Now, that's and an that's, eight-year-old or whatever it but was, but you know what? A grown-up eight-year-old, this, same uh, thing. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the principle's the same, yes. Right, right. Um, so it's cool that you mentioned um, Bill and Pam. Hi, Bill and Pam. If you ever watch this, we love you. Um, they're one of the um, much smarter and more mature couples um, that are on their on kind of featured on our show that I was mentioning. Yeah, and Bill edited your book, yes. and we've toured with them a bunch, and yeah. just love them. Yeah. So um, you mentioned them, and actually, um, it's cool. they wrote. Most people would know them, uh, especially if not yes. from other things. From men are like waffles, women, women are, are like, like spaghetti. spaghetti. That's their like big bestseller book that kind of started it all off. And oh, I don't know if it was their first, but now there's yeah. like 40 something books. Yeah. We could probably do an entire podcast on that book alone and how it's actually helped us in our marriage. Yep. But um, we're not going to go there today. What I actually dug out was when I was thinking about this um, podcast and the question I was going to ask you and hope that you were going to help the women out there listening um, to help their relationship um, is... Um, Pam has a book called Red Hot Romance Tips for Women. And uh, she looks like red hot. Isn't there red hot monogamy? They have too? red hot monogamy. Yeah, yeah. They've got a lot of red hot stuff. Red hot. <laughs> so, anyway, I looked um, up in there, and it's funny. So many women, and me included, I fall into that sometimes. We view our husbands more as a project than a person. We want to fix them. We want to fix. Um, the problems. And so many times it comes back to, we need to take it on ourselves. We need to do something ourselves first, and that will probably fix the entire situation. So she actually has some tips for women. I'm going to go through and you can just kind of, as a man say, Hey, yeah, she's totally right. Or, um, you know, if it sparks any thoughts in you, um, because, I tell you, I was convicted a little bit um, and thought, yeah, I need to do more of this or less of this or whatever. So let me just shoot down, um, shoot out some of these um, tips of how women can be not just more enticing to men, but just more. Um, 
you can work with us in yes. our strengths and weaknesses with an understanding of our perspective and yeah. where we come from. Make men more invested in us. Because and... sometimes coming head at us might not be the best right. approach, like we've been saying. Right. So it's funny you mentioned like a date night and mini golf and all that. Um, but her first one is have fun together. Yeah. Men are more, um, men, women want love and romance and all that, but men really feel connected um, when they're having fun. It's through friendship. Yes. Friendship. Like you want to, yeah. um, you so don't want me to be a bump on a If we love. play yeah. crib or, or sequence or. Yeah. Games together. Games. Or tried new things. I remember recently we, so first of all, Every couple out there should really make a priority to have regular date nights, whether mm-hmm. it's whatever for you. Once a week, I we had friends who could do once a week every Friday night. I, we just can't do that financially, but we do try to go go out once a couple times a month, um, and we have the well, luxury if, to do that during the you, day. If you and, count even going on a walk, though, yes. then we're way up there. Yeah, totally. Wait. So it doesn't have to be an official date. Yes, yeah, so we. It might That's not be true. that often. We go out for dinner together or something, but we're, we're able to go on the walking path right by our house, uh, a lot. Yes. Even when the kids are, you know, they're whatever that is, hundred yards away. Right. And so, yeah. So Pam says men feel more attracted to after you've had fun with them. And so try to be interested in what they're interested in. And I know this is the case for you. Like you love movies and this has often been a sore spot for us is because we are so yes. on either end of the spectrum for um, what You know what? You used to do those things more with me than you do. Yeah. So and that was the, one of the things I was convicted by. I, and this, well, this is true. This is true. Like uh, when you talk about losing, losing the lovey-dovey feelings or whatever, if you're, if you're not feeling those things, you should go back and do the things that you did when you're dating. Right. Right and feelings we, follow right actions. Yes. We and we do, we did a lot more of those fun things when we were dating. And I mm-hmm. think probably every couple does. What, dates, you go and you invent fun things to do. You, the guys maybe be more creative and thinking of taking her to the this or the that that they mm-hmm. haven't done. Um, and uh, making those memories together. And then I guess maybe, maybe we slack off. Yeah, totally. Or become selfish because to be honest with you, I can't stand most of the movies that you want to watch. Um, but I was, um, you know, more prone to, or I would just kind of, you know, suck it up and you go know, to the movies with you. What and we did just recently, we went to see that, uh, that really dumb Men in Black movie. Oh my gosh, yes. It was and really bad. And that was me serving you. Uh, but I didn't like it either. Yeah. Like neither of us really liked the movie that much, but I actually did, I, I appreciated that you went and saw this sci-fi movie. It was really the only- And I didn't only... complain about it. No, right. and, and you didn't fall asleep either. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, the fact that the movie wasn't that great and I didn't even really care to see it that much. It was just the only thing, but I, it was still just a fun thing. I just like generally going to the movies. I had low expectations for the movie, but the fact that you did it and you went with me, even though I know that would never be a movie you would right. want to watch. It was still a plus, it meant, a positive. It, yes. Right. Okay. So you would agree with that. Um, you know, okay. Let me just see my notes here. Oh, and she says, you're going to be together or I might have said this, you're going to be together much longer than your kids will be with you. And so you want to want to be together. You right. want to have fun together. You don't just want to be roommates. You want to be best friends. Right. So your marriage is hopefully going to outlast the kids leaving the house again. Yes. And if you don't spend time investing in your marriage, then when they're gone, you're going to be two strangers. As you usher the last kid out the door, you're going to be two strangers looking at each other going, now what? Right. 
So I'm just going to fly through the next few because a couple of them I want to land on um, a little bit longer, but you can just respond however you want with these. So another one she picked out was be classy, ladies. Don't talk down about people. Be giving. Think of others. Be kind. Um, you know, men appreciate women being classy and not rude and disgusting. So just throwing that out there, girls. And, and negative. And negative. Yes. You do not like when I'm whining or complaining or something like that. It kind of shuts you down for yeah, me too. Yeah. It's kind of a turn off. I don't know if it is for all guys, but for me it is. Yeah. So you'd agree. Because my mommy always said when I was growing up, if you don't have anything nice Nice to to say, say. don't say anything at all. Yes. So I'm I maybe for that reason I'm quite sensitive to not nice things. I told you that I was convicted when I read through these. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the other one on on that note is be optimistic. Hmm. Um, so don't always be negative. Don't be down in the dumps. Um, and this is, yes, this is totally true of us. You don't like that. Be interesting. Don't just be a bump on a log with nothing to offer. Um, so you, you know, you, I think you would say that it's, you know, if I have something interesting to say, if I know you're really into politics, so the more I learn about politics, (laughs) (laughs) don't get them started, people. (laughs) Um, the more that I learn, you um, find it interesting to have a conversation with me. So, yeah, that's also learning about what you're interested in, too. Right. That's a long part of being fun, I guess, too. Um, So the next one, she says, is be flirtatious. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, again, one of those things, if you don't feel into your marriage anymore, if your husband doesn't feel, feel into you, go back and do the things that when he did feel into, which is obviously being flirtatious. And you can still be married for 20 years and be flirtatious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, In fact, this one story that I totally had to share um, from from Pam's book, The Red Hot Romance Tips, (laughs) I I really chuckled at this one. Basically, friends of theirs, um, okay, I'm just going to read it to you because it's It's really funny. My husband and I are in our late 50s, but we still enjoy a fun and flirtatious relationship. Naturally, I was intrigued one day when in the middle of a discussion about our retirement property, property, um, I heard him say, by the way, we're going to have lots of morning sex up there. Dan's eyes and ears just perked up. Once I heard that, (laughs) once I heard that, it was all I could think about. My imagination ran wild and I wondered why our physical relationship would be so special up there. I smiled playfully and watched with amusement as my man went on and on about the building project. Finally, he stopped and asked me why I was smile, what I was smiling at. I replied, we're going to have lots of morning sex up there, huh? I'm anxious to hear why it will be so extraordinary. He stared at me with a confused expression for a moment. (laughs) Then he looked, um, wait, then his look softened and he smiled at me. He kindly stated, sweetheart, I said there will be a lot more insects up there. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was good. She thought he said morning sex. So they'll stay under the covers to get away from the insects and have more sex. Yes. But anyway, just a cute little... um, story to illustrate it's fun to flirt she you know had a good moment there even though it totally wasn't him being flirtatious um but it may have planted the idea of morning sex in their brain and then who knows there you go good on them i hope they're retired and happy right now insects (laughs) so the last one um 
Actually, okay, let me do this one first. Um, be appreciative. Hmm. Say thanks and applaud him. I really do try to do this. Like, you're great with doing dishes and um, doing things without being asked, but I, I try not to take the things you do for granted. I hope you recognize that, but I do, no, I do. often say mm-hmm. thank you, even though, you know, it could be easy for me to say, well, I do that too all the time and I don't hear a thank you. Just, you know, just say thank you, ladies. Just I, say I, thank ha- you. I have heard that sentence before though oh, too. okay. Well, thanks for keeping <laughs> it real. Um, okay, so the last one I wanted to linger on here because, and I know you will have no trouble agreeing with this one. What's ladies, that? the men want us to be respectful. Hmm. It's huge. Um, in fact... Another book tells us it comes first before anything else. And we've talked about this on the show that even before sex, ladies, the men prefer respect. Hmm. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. It's one of the top core needs. Um, I think think men feel empowered when they're, when they feel respected and to feel disrespected is to... I don't know, it takes the wind out of your sails. It loses motivation. You lose motivation to want to do any of those other things. So that's that's one of the reasons I think probably that the some of the passive aggressive or coming head at us to try and move us and motivate, motivate us in a certain direction that you want can sometimes fail is because there's a perceived uh, there's a perceived disrespect there. Um not always right. I'm not saying that that's a, a right thought process, but it, it could probably short circuit things. Because mm. we want love, but you're not willing, you're not feeling loving towards us if you're feeling demeaned or like we're parenting you or. Yeah, kind of when you feel like you live with a second mom or something, and mm-hmm. it's kind of, uh, it's it's not something that you feel lovey-dovey about probably unless you just really like your mom. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm just thinking of a lot of everybody loves Robert I knew you were. I I, uh, I was too. We like watching that show. That one where Robert has the cutout of Marie, (laughs) the the giant standy Marie bride. Oh, and he like puts yeah, it in the yeah, window yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, we don't. He was want like, that. "What do you want? Do you want Deborah to be more like? I just want you to be more like her, or yes. something like that." I think that's that episode. Yeah, yeah, we watch too much of that show. We do, um, but and basically, women, we want to make our men's lives less stressful, not more stressful. How can we help you? How can we serve you? Um, if we know, for example. Um, okay, this is, we're getting real again. This is something I've had to learn over time to serve you is, um, if I want to talk about the finances or something serious like that, that, um, we need to address, uh, you don't want me to bring that up anytime around bedtime, like when you're trying to shut down and relax and all of that, like that just stresses you out. And for me, it actually, um, somehow comforts me. Like I'm thinking, okay, we're getting things organized and all that. And throughout the years I've, I've had to learn and be conscious. Okay. I'm going to shut my mouth about this and we're, I'm going to find a better time to talk about it and I'm going to make your life less stressful and that's serving you. Um, and I could think of a lot of other ways that, um, that would play out, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I mean, and I do the same with you. 
on other other subjects and things and we had you just you know the other person and what what are hot button items and you know there's I know sometimes you'll say well I'll say it's not this is not a good time for to have that discussion and you'll say well there's never a good time and but I mean maybe not maybe some maybe some subjects have been pushed off too long or something but um the point is that there really are sometimes that are better right. than others like there's wisdom yes to when a subject should be brought up even mm-hmm. back to that meal thing it's the difference between spouse. having a serious discussion pre pre-eating Yep. When you might be hungry, it's just going to go off the rails because of mm-hmm. biology and because we just don't process as well when we're hungry and we're shorter tempered or whatever, as opposed to when we've, you know, we satiated that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody's different, but it's a, it's a matter of um, serving, serving your, your spouse, spouse that way. Ooh. Ooh. What fist did the bump. boys say? Fist bump or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Serving your spouse by knowing what those are. You've learned those. And that doesn't mean that that conversation can't or shouldn't happen. It, it just needs to happen, you know, at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I, I can think of another one. Sometimes, you know, serving in ministry. Um, I remember when we were, when we were pastoring in particular uh, and even just first married, serving in ministry, learning that we had this tendency to have these blowout fights Fights. on Saturday nights. Yes. The night before Sunday morning when you're on uh, church and ministry and you need to sleep, there's all these things. And it's like, this is an attack of the enemy. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, we have, I have a job to do in the morning. I have to lead three worship services or, or whatever. And, um, there is a better time to have this discussion than 11 o'clock on a Saturday night Mm -hmm. when we should be in bed. And And that is the enemy, but it's also, we have to take ownership of that. And I have to say, no when to speak and, and, to and realize this is not for now. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. So, okay, just to wrap this up, there's one more. Um, well, there's two more, but I'm going to kind of condense them into one. Um, and I would agree with this. Um, confidence. Men are attracted to confidence and um, taking care of ourselves. So um, uh, obviously you live with me. You see the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm not always looking like, uh, you know, I'm ready for TV to be on a better S. I don't walk around like that. But it's important that women, um, we take care of ourselves. Um, we carry, carry ourselves. Also, um, this is individual, but I'm going to put this out there. I, I do my best to make myself available to you so that you don't have... And yes, I mean... Bow, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> That's what you mean. I couldn't even say it. <laughs> anyway, I you know it. what I mean. I'll say it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it that way, definitely. No? But to make, to make our, it's important that we make ourselves available to you. And how, I've, how you I have it? a personal rule. How would you say it if not bow, chicka, wow, wow? Sex. Oh, just um, say it. Just go out and say it. <laughs> Stop. Say our it. children say are, again. they could be listening on the other side with a cup. Anyway, um, I have a personal rule that to never say no. Um, and, um, also just on the confidence thing. Now that's every couple to each their own, like that's up to you guys, but, um, not that you, um, don't have to take ownership, um, for your mind and all of that stuff, but I want to do whatever I can to have you be attracted to me and stay attracted to me and, um, to be fulfilled in our marriage. Um, and we'll move on from that because it's really awkward. We're not like um, 
some of the other marriage <laughs> podcasters who can just talk about all that stuff like it's nothing. We all will get there. <laughs> I really, I, I'm going to ban our parents from listening to this. But <laughs> anyway, um, on the confidence thing, I think that you would agree with me. And I think I, we've even gone through this lately um, because, oh man, we spent a couple weeks at camp. We are like just, bur- I'm bursting at the seams now I'm saying it, but you actually don't want me to say, oh, I feel gross. Oh, I feel ugly today. Oh, I feel so fat. Um, it just does something to you. Like, I don't need to hear that. I, you, um, men are attracted to confidence. That's what um, I hear and I hear from you and I hear from the experts. So is that true? Yeah. 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 I agree with that. So. Because I don't necessarily see you that way. Right. You still look hot to me. Aw. <laughs> so why? I know. I noticed why? you checking me out during this podcast oh. too. It almost made me derail from my thoughts. <laughs> Press pause. <laughs> we'll be right back. Um, you noticed that, huh? Okay. Anyways. Uh, what was I going to say now? Now I can't think straight. <laughs> Um, confidence, confidence is important. Yeah, it helps, and um, yeah. So you might feel a certain way about yourself, but the other, the your spouse doesn't necessarily, and you can spoil that by uh, being negative instead of confident, because the attraction is much more than couple extra pounds you might feel you might be carrying at any given point or something like that. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Well, it's, you know, it's, you get married when you're younger and we're both 20 something or whatever. And in our case, and our bodies are different then than they are now. And there's an evolution to all of it. And uh, there's uh there's allure at every stage. And according to Pam, it isn't just the physical stuff. It's all of this stuff combined. Right. It's, it's much more than just that. Yeah, it is so the being optimistic, it? being flirtatious, being classy, being respectful. Like that all rolled up together um, makes us irresistible to you. And it's not just about our physical Bill appearance. Bill Farrell would say... Let me be your mirror. Ah, yeah, that's a good line. It is. Um, so duly noted on all this. So thank you, honey, for being our my guinea pig and just um, being open to um, sharing from a man's point of view how the women can just help us understand um, what we should be doing um, better and just in order to help our to men. Be a a better bad, yes. We just chose different keys. Yeah, that that's didn't okay. work. But yeah, we knew where we were going. Um, So hopefully this is um, just uh, food for thought for the women out there. Maybe one day we could do another, like the opposite end. And, um, you know, I could probably go on and on about what the women want from the men. (laughs) What women want. (laughs) A 45 episode series. All about the Hallmark (laughs) Channel. And yeah, we want romance. We want security. I could just... Yeah, we'll we'll end it there. We'll do a different one, but thank you for coming on. And um, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't. It wasn't so bad. We didn't, you know, totally do a nosedive, and we kept ourselves together. So good on us. Good on us. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Love you. Love you. Dan is the number one person that God has put in my life to learn from. And it's the same with your spouse. They are put there to make you better. Marriage is an ongoing lesson on being less selfish. Ultimately, 
the goal of marriage is to help us become more like Christ, to make us better. And a healthy marriage will always require effort. So look for ways forward instead of ways out. I think having a conversation with your spouse about how you can serve them better is a great start. And for any men who happen to be listening out there, I want to give you this piece of advice. Chase her, even if she's already yours. I hope you've been encouraged, challenged, and have learned something new today. It is my passion to help women become the best version of themselves with God's help. All the ministry we do, we feel deeply called to, and we live by faith doing it. Would you consider supporting our ministry at patreon.com slash macaulays? That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash m-a-c-a-u-l-a-y-s. You may see a link on your screen nearby if you're tuning in using YouTube, SoundCloud, or my website. But if not, that's where you can go to find us. We are grateful for every one of you who believe in us and champion our ministry. Lots and lots of love, Danielle.